nature is nature and nature is greater and you know just humbling a bit of like yes I'm moved into this new place and we do have trees and we have space and it's beautiful and I'm so so happy here and you know there are parts to be respected and to be aware of and you know really to suss everything out when the kids are out in the yard playing Hello and welcome to Mother the Mother. I am McLean McGowan. This podcast is an offering for all women to gather energetically, sister to sister, mother to mother, to co-create a sacred space for healing, educating, and sharing as we journey through motherhood and womanhood. It is such an incredibly powerful moment in time to be a woman. And I thank you for showing up on behalf of yourself and for all of the women in your lives, past, present, and future. To honor our matriarchal lines, all who came before, and all who will come after. Jema. Hi, everyone. Thank you for tuning in today. As I record this, it is about 10.37 p.m. on a Monday night, and I'm sitting in the semi-dark in my new house with the rest of my family asleep, and it feels kind of surreal to be doing this, to be doing my first real talk or my first podcast at all in the new house, in the new space, and feeling very grateful and also a little detached as well. It's an interesting moment in time. As I'm recording, it is August 26th, and there really is just so much swarming right now. And uh, I just wanted to bring a couple of things into the conversation because if I'm feeling them and my close friends are feeling them, I know many of you out there are feeling similarly, or maybe there's some overlap in our feelings or conversation starters, etc. Um And it's been really interesting to go through this time over the last week and a half, two weeks, as we moved into our new space. My oldest daughter started at a brand new school where she didn't know anybody and just making all these transitions and knock on wood, they've all been really great. Honestly, I was so kind of balls to the wall moving and working full time that I really couldn't allow myself to go down the rabbit hole of anxiety and stress. I really just had to trust that every day that things were going to go to plan unless they didn't. And I really, really committed to the practice of only controlling or only acknowledging the things that I could control and acknowledging what I could not control and allowing um, for those differences, which has really been a big practice for me. I tend to, I'm pretty mellow on the outside, but I have a lot of um, inner anxiety about specific things. And one of those things is our house, our space, our apartment. You know, there's a lot of red tape with moving from our apartment. There are many variables that I had no control over about like when we could move, the days, the times, all of these like, very bureaucratic red tape situations that 
could have totally spun me out. And I really just kind of ticked the boxes step by step because I just couldn't go down. Um, and it all worked out. And I'm really, really grateful for that. My husband and I did most of the packing ourselves in the boxes. We're still actually moving some stuff. I think I think the final box came today or yesterday. Anyway, um, we did a lot of, we actually did all of our own packing. We did have movers to move the beds and maybe like 20 or so of the boxes, but we've made plenty of other trips with the boxes. So it ended up not being a huge financial thing because we did so much on our own. But, you know, I also have a stack of boxes <laughs> awaiting to be unpacked in our garage here. So anyway, each day I'm just doing the best I can and the kitchen's put together, the kids' rooms are pretty much put together, the beds, you know, all the important things. My crystals are out, like it feels pretty spacious and clean, which is important, but I'm, I am really looking forward to the moments of feeling really settled in. But I think that'll be at least a couple of more weeks, if not a couple of months to really feel settled. So anyway, I just wanted to follow up with that because my last real talk, the last episode, I was on the other end getting ready to move and go through this portal of time and space. And, um, you know, it's interesting just what the experience of moving is. I was so ready to be out of our old space that I really haven't looked back. I've been only back to the space once, like no emotional feelings uh, of missing it or longing or sadness or melancholy at all. It's just like a bye, ready for the next. And um, that was interesting to really be that firm about it and I kind of wanted to be more emotional for my family and talking about it but the night before the move I think I was just kind of getting to that warrior zone that I couldn't even kind of fake fake the nostalgia I was just like yeah no I'm done but I do think we are going to have a closing ceremony when we're actually like out out of it and um, with my husband and Jemima and and honor all that we lived through and lived with in that space. And, you know, I was married for nine years there and brought Jemima home from the hospital there and birthed Goldie Wolf there. So there were a lot of poignant parts of my life that we experienced there. And now, you know, moving into this new space, so much of what I wanted was nature and to be in nature, be near the ocean, be near the trees and I'm getting a lot of nature. So, you know, I asked for it and it is arriving. Today I was on the deck and I was talking to David uh, after school drop and we're just going through some of the logistics of our schedule. And I looked down and there was a very large snake, probably six to seven feet long. And it just kind of shocked me because it was so long and I couldn't, I didn't know that snake. And a couple of months ago, I had this really interesting kind of communing with a rattlesnake at the park. I did a video, it's on my Instagram, but for the first time in my life, I was not scared of snakes. And I just crouched down probably really naively 
couple, like maybe a couple yards from this rattlesnake that was so long. I mean, I want to say it was like 12 feet at least, but it was a beautiful moment for maybe like 10 minutes. It just stayed there and I just was with it. And it was really, I can't even describe it. It just felt otherworldly and did feel like a snake medicine type situation. But today I did kind of go into fear in the beginning. I was just first of all in shock seeing it and then went into fear talking with my nanny about it because I, I was like, Anna, come outside. There's something out here. You know, I was very calm about it. And so she was calm about it, but she immediately was like, you need to call the animal control. You know, this is so unsafe for the kids. And so I definitely did go into some fear around there of like, oh my God, is this what we signed up for? There are going to be snakes all in our yard and on the hill and yada, yada, yada. And I called a new neighbor and he said, he's lived here for 36 years and he said he's never seen a snake. So that did make me feel better. But anyway, I tried to go uh, talk to a ranger at the park, but I couldn't find one. But all of our Googling has led us to be under the impression that it is not poisonous. It's a friendly snake that probably eats a lot of the critters that we don't want around. But I definitely will be doing due diligence. And it, you know, it made me really realize that nature is nature and nature is greater. And, you know, just humbling a bit of like, yes, I moved into this new place and we do have trees and we have space and it's beautiful. And I'm so, so happy here. And, you know, there are parts to be respected and to be aware of and, you know, really to suss everything out when the kids are out in the yard playing. So anyway, that was interesting. And um, there's a little baby gecko that now lives in our house as well. So sometimes I forget and then I come upon it and I kind of jump for a second, but just getting used to nature and bugs. And there's so many beautiful butterflies and dragonflies and hummingbirds and wild bunnies at night and snakes and I think some rats which I'm not too keen on none in the house thank god but I did see one from afar and I know that they exist on hills so I'll be dealing with that but anyway with all that is going on in the world and this burning of the Amazon which is horrifying it's been Hmm, how do I put it into words? It's been a moment. Well, it's it's like, I feel like this is a couple of years of this, honestly, of getting the blindfold ripped off my face and really seeing our government in many ways is working against us, is killing Mother Nature, is stripping us of our rights. As a white woman, I have been in a bubble and I've been very naive and I've been very lucky and I have been blessed with not seeing many of the horrors of humanity. And I see this within a lot of my girlfriends and mother friends and it's scary, you know, it's a, it's a moment of time which feels scary some days and some days I can just kind of rise above it, get in the light, not get Debbie Downer about it. But at the same time, there's a lot of room for spiritual bypassing, which I feel like, you know, some days you have to do it. You have to get through the day in the ways that you can. But 
there's so much horrific treatment of animals, our oceans, humans, women, children. There's so much darkness that's coming up to the surface, which I pray means that we're healing it and eradicating it for good. But it feels very inauthentic and unreal and privileged and gross to just want to be happy and positive and in the light all the time and every day because it's actually not true and it's not what's happening. And if you can live in that space, it means also that you're a very lucky, you know, generally white person that is not getting abused. So I'm sorry if I'm just like rambling, but it it is a a time where there's all this great stuff and dreams coming true in my own personal life. And I'm very detached from it. I'm grateful and I'm seeing the beauty in it. And I'm also detached because what does any of that mean? What does having a beautiful house that I love mean if the Amazon is burning and we're all dead in 20 years? And you know, that may sound crazy and apocalyptic and it's also could be very true. I mean, am I going to be seeing the end of civilization? Are my children not going to get the chance to have children? Will they be seeing the end of civilization and human life as we know it? I mean, these are real things. So real things happening here in California, all that we're going through with the vaccination laws are just beyond my comprehension. It's no science. It's big pharma has completely sold us out. It is so foul and so corrupt. It just puts everything into perspective. Like what does getting to bed on time mean? And what does going to the quote unquote right school mean if we're going to have to be shooting all of these poisons into our kids' veins against our will? or against our medical doctor's judgment um, based on the needs of our specific children. And I'm not getting into a whole vaccination conversation right now, but our laws are being, I mean, our rights are being stripped from us by these inane laws that are coming in before us. So it's just everything kind of feels a bit topsy-turvy. And so I know that all I can do is bolster myself, eat good food, sleep, do the things that light me up, love myself, forgive myself, love my family, be in partnership with my husband, enjoy my kids every day and take some of the pressure off because there's so many things that I cannot control going on in the world right now. And we don't know how long we have. And it's very, very different than the way I grew up. And talking to my mom about it, you know, the things that we're thinking about and all the pressures that we're thinking about as mothers, my mom did not have to think about. She did not have to think about the water source, what was coming in through the tap at all. It's like, you want water? You just go to the sink and you get a glass of water. I mean, I cannot even wrap my head around that. The food, you just go to the grocery store and you get the vegetables and you get the meat and you get the rice and you get whatever you're cooking and you don't have to be completely overwhelmed by the choices 
the organic versus inorganic, you know, what's really organic, what are they just saying is organic, paying so much money for basic food, clothes. You went to the store and you just bought clothes, not having to worry about our children making my clothes, our people in Chinese factories working in factories that have nets all around them so they don't commit suicide and jump out the window because of the horrible work conditions and life conditions. I mean, everything that we consume right now, we have to question because it's so corrupt and there have been so many corners skipped just to make more money. And, you know, the greed is what's leading this world. And it's really overwhelming. Like, no, no wonder we mothers are stressed out all the time. The emotional exhaustion is so real because every little decision throughout the day takes so much research. Everything. I mean, I'm going through getting a new car seat and I'm I'm so overwhelmed. Like I just every day I get online because like today's the day I'm gonna order. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna choose. It doesn't have to be perfect. It's just gotta be safe and good. And then I start going down the rabbit hole of all the research and the reviews and asking my clients, my friends what they're using and still another day has passed and I haven't ordered it because I'm just paralyzed and making the wrong decision. And that's just like one of the small things in my day. So I just, I don't know. I'm just sending love out to everybody right now because I feel like it is such a crazy time to be alive. And and also on the flip side of that, we're here. So we signed up for this. And, you know, maybe we've been chosen to be here during this time because we're the warriors that are going to flip it around and we're going to change it. We're going to help change the consciousness. And we're going to bring these beautiful light beams, star seed angel dust, rainbow babies into the world that are going to teach us and keep getting better and better and better and hopefully changing humanity because we need such a massive change right now. And even with the Amazon, like I've been reading some of the different things that, you know, have been posted in articles and it's just... It's incomprehensible, you know, that we're doing this to ourselves and our Mother Earth. And we come from Mother Earth. We are Mother. She is our everything. And, you know, she's being abused massively on a massive, massive scale. And a little something that I've been able to do just to make myself feel better. And maybe it's a tiny drop or a little raindrop of water in the big ocean of consciousness. But, just being really grateful for the nature I'm in and blessing the trees I'm around and blessing the flowers and trying to give a little bit of energetic love back to Mother Earth every single day. See the ocean every day, that's what I'm trying to do. Walk by it at least once a day and acknowledge the power, acknowledge the tiny human I am and focusing on all the positive things I can do during the day or the next couple months, or the next couple of years, and really looking at where I want to put my energy. Because it's so easy to get caught up in the daily and even the monthly goals. And I haven't really been able to delve deeply into it, but 
I've been so busy working this summer, which has been awesome. I've had amazing clients and I've really, really enjoyed it all. And I'm also looking forward to slowing down a bit in October where I can really sit and draw out my goals and kind of circle back with myself and assess where I am and where I'm going, you know, like, like even if the money gets right and the flow gets right and, you know, what I'm doing feels really like right on track. It's also like important to know well, where's that going? Like that, that's not just in the present moment, but where, where am I going as a mom? More importantly, where am I going as a woman in time right now? Like, what is my legacy going to be? What do I want to be working on in five years? What do I want to be working on in 10 years? And, you know, I don't have a lot of answers. I'm more in an inquiry moment in my life. And also maybe that's fall. Do any of you feel that way? Like when fall starts, it's, it's like ripe with new beginnings. I guess because I grew up in a place where we had four seasons and fall was always my favorite season. It's my birthday. I'm a Scorpio. So birthday month is November. And just like getting a new backpack and trapper keeper and pencils and everything feels so hopeful. A new grade, new friends, new teacher, new school clothes. Just feels like limitless new things. So I guess maybe I'm getting into that a little bit too of just like, yeah, let's do this. Like fall is on. I love sweaters. I love sweater weather. Anyway, this is a very babbling interview with myself and I'm also tired, but um, thank you for bearing with me. And I don't know, I guess I just wanted to speak to this part of myself, which is really practicing Buddhism right now of being in the moment, coming from love, tending to what needs tending, you know, carrying the bucket of water, chopping the vegetables, like showing up. I am showing up every day, like big time. Getting back into school schedule, like getting to school on time, making sure my daughter has a packed lunch that she's excited about and that's healthy and that I feel good about. You know, all of these little things that, to be totally honest, can feel very boring to me and mundane. But right now, because it's only been a week of it, I'm feeling energized and just accepting of it, I guess, really. I'm just accepting it. Like, this is my life right now. This is my role. and. I want to be positive about it and I want my daughter to really feel loved and supported by me and, you know, she doesn't have to know how boring I find packing lunches every day. She just gets to know that I made a lunch that she's excited about with maybe a little note in it. Um, but I do think it's good to question. I do think we need to be in a place of how can we make our community better? How can we make the world better? How can we use less trash? How can we support farmers markets more? How can we be more aware of the clothes we're buying? You know, all of these little things, they really do add up. And I do think the consciousness is changing And we no longer can live in the bubble. And, you know, 
it sucks. Like it sucks. I enjoyed that bubble, but it's not responsible or cool or helping out those less fortunate by living in a bubble. And I guess I'm just feeling like really grown up about it. Like I just have to like get in grown up mode and I don't always have to like it, but it is happening and it is what is. And the way that I can support myself is by loving myself, forgiving myself, telling myself daily affirmations if I need to, and also just caring for myself. Today was the first day that I allowed myself to literally just chill. I have a very long list of to-dos, very, very long list. And I was so exhausted and I had the opportunity to not have to do stuff today. And so I didn't. And I feel like a different person. I went to the sauna. I did a sweat, which I hadn't done in about a month. And that's one of my favorite self-care practices. I haven't been doing any self-care, by the way, through the move. I went on my first walks exercise in months this past week, which felt amazing. But I haven't been doing massages or acupuncture, therapy, anything. I've just been like literally going at it every single day. So today was amazing. And I really do feel refilled. I came home. I was so happy to see my family. I cooked dinner before I left. Like it just felt so good just to have literally two hours by myself. And um, I just think it's important to give yourself that, whatever that is for you. And it changes and allow it to change. It doesn't always have to be going to the exercise class. Maybe just not doing anything. Having that hour where no one's in your house and you can put on your sweats and watch Netflix for an hour or take a bath or take a nap or do yoga or meditate or go volunteer, something that lights you up. You know, there's so many different ways. Go to a movie by yourself. Oh my God, that's the thing I want to do next. During the day, go to a movie by myself. Not talk to anybody. I didn't talk to anybody today. It was so great. I had my phone off and I really didn't even text people that much. Like I was just in my zone and it wasn't even that long. It was like four or five hours and I felt like I was on a week-long vacation. So. I'm just offering that up. Grab it however you can, whenever you can. And then also know that sometimes you're in a season where you can't have that. I mean, I haven't had it in like a month or two. So also just acknowledging where you are. And I think we also put so much stress on ourselves to find balance. And sometimes you just know it's not fucking balanced. Like I've known that, like it is not balanced. I've looked like, a shell of a person the past month or two. So tired, so worn out. And I just knew like it's going to pass, but this is what life is right now. So you will get through it, ladies. You're strong, you're warriors. We're going to do it together. We need to support one another. We need to support ourselves. It is a confusing time. It is an exciting time. It is a dark time. It is a light time. It is all of the beautiful things. And, you know, we just do the best you can. Hold steady whenever you can. Lose your shit when you need to. You know, sometimes we have to break down to 
to come back together in a better way. Sometimes we have to go through that fire of anger to burn off the stuff that needs burning off. So I encourage you to love and accept all of the pieces of you today. Love and accept your body as it is today. Love and accept your heart as it is today. Love and accept your mind as it is today. And acknowledge that this patriarchal system is slowly coming down. There are many holes that are now punched in the walls where the light is shining through the darkness, but it's getting gnarly and gnarlier and gnarlier. And it probably will continue to do so for a bit until we can change it. But there's that Yogi Bhajan quote that I say a lot, which is, there is a way through every block. Sometimes I have to remind myself and tell myself that throughout the day. There is a way through every block. There is a way through every block. And oftentimes it doesn't feel like there is. But often there is if we can change our perspective, if we can change the path that we thought we were going down. Maybe we have to go down a different path. Maybe our kids need something different than we hadn't anticipated. Maybe our marriage looks different than we thought it was going to look like, but maybe it's better. Maybe it's just super different. Maybe the things we always wanted weren't really the things we wanted or needed. And all of these things can be jarring to the system. You know, change is a really interesting thing. Um, and I guess maybe that's why I'm in this kind of spaced out zone of non-attachment is from this move because change is so uncomfortable for most of us. Even when I think I'm cool with change, the actual like looming change creates this feeling of untetheredness and a bit of unsafety. Even though I felt like our move was uh, such a positive it's still that unknown. There's so many unknowns and my human psyche feels very destabilized by that. So it just can bring up a lot. Um, But I think it's good because ultimately, you know, we're all going around all day attached to different things, which are all false. I mean, it's really, when you start to dissect your life, you see so much of our clinging to things and thoughts and you know, the right way and even the clothes we wear, the cars we drive or the neighborhoods we're in or, you know, so much of our beliefs is just, it's like false security. It's literally all false security. And the knowns are birth and death. Those are really the knowns that we know. And we don't know when they're coming. So they're still kind of unknown. And I think that's what's freaking so many people out too is the world is changing and the, the things that we thought you needed to do and the way you needed to live to get to a certain place is all changing. And there are many pluses to that. But in this new tide is a lot of destabilization. So 
It's something to work with. It's something to play with. Where are you attaching to things that are idiotic? Like where are you wasting your time on things that really don't matter, but are just giving you that false sense of security? And maybe where you need to awaken, where do you need to wake up more and really be in the present moment and shake your life up a little bit? I feel very shaken up, but most days it's good. Not every day, but I do try to stay positive. There's so much going on in the world. It's very easy to just want to go hide under the covers. And there are days where I really wish that I could do that. So my nervous system could just come back together a little bit. But it's hard when you have children and jobs, but really children. I feel like you can fake a lot, even if you just go to an office or a job, but you really can't fake much when you have kids because they read your energy and they know. They know so much more than we give them credit for. I mean, I actually give my kids credit for a lot. My oldest knows everything. She sees everything within me. Okay, sending love out to all of you. Please DM me, reach out if you need any support. If you have feedback, please keep your questions coming. I want to do a straight up Q&A soon for a podcast. And um, I will be getting a lot more interviews coming forward now. So thank you for your patience and these two real talks back to back. It's just what's worked for my life in this change, in this crazy portal space and time of my move and being super busy. So thank you for your patience and thank you for showing up and for your continued support. And I have a lot of cool interviews planned coming up. So please stay tuned and subscribe and review and like and share if you feel called to do so. And this really is a space for all of us to share and let our thoughts be known. So I really would love your feedback on topics and guests that you would like to hear talked about. Sending love out to all of you. Hold steady. Stay strong. Much love. Jema. 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 Jema.